you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around, and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird. Well, we do a lot. This is the Observation Station, a unique, entertaining, and hilarious podcast. If we observe it, we talk about it. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Let's get weird and let's have some fun. This is the Observation Station. And now your host, Tommy Heights. How's it going, everybody? Glad that you guys were able to make it to another episode here of the Observation Station. So, wanted to recap last episode, uh, remote work versus on-site jobs. So, a little thing that we talked about there was kind of the difference between you can work from home and all the freedoms versus having to go into commute back to the job there. So, if you want to take a look at that episode, it's the one right before this, but This episode today, we are talking about speaking multiple languages. So I live in South Florida myself, and Spanish is almost, it's like just as common as English when you hit Dade County. I'm in Broward, but when you go to Dade County, it's a whole different game. And you might hear a little Spanglish here, you know, here and there. And you might have it where you, you'll walk up to a counter or deli in somewhere in Miami, and they might just start straight up speaking to you in Spanish, even if you don't speak it at all, which confuses people that are from out of town because they're like, what? I, you know, I was like, you have to understand, it's all shades and colors down here in Miami that speak Spanish. I mean, you have the, the Cubans that are li- uh, lighter skin color that are almost like blonde hair and blue eyed Cubans. Uh, so you wouldn't know the difference, but speak perfect fluent Spanish. Um, so my mom is from El Salvador, and that's how I was taught Spanish from a young age because she knew that that was going to give me better opportunities in life to be expanding, you know, speaking to other people, different cultures, which in the end of the, the day, it really has helped out a lot, especially if somebody says, oh, you speak Spanish and all this other stuff, and then you speak in their native language and they love it. So one of the things that I'm seeing today is is the the Europeans whenever I speak to them they have learned multiple languages in school. When you hear this stuff about in in the United States you're like, "Oh man, I took 2 years of German and then I took or 2 years of Spanish and I didn't remember anything." What a waste of time. I mean that is just like you what did you gain out of that besides a credit? I mean, if, if that's literally all you did, you wasted your time because that's not even having it where you're learning the language. You're just repeating things that are on a textbook that you can pe- get a passing grade. If you didn't even retain any of the information, there's no point of taking any sort of class. That's just a waste. Um, a couple of things, though. The benefits of being, in my case right now, bilingual, but I'm trying to learn some more languages so I can try to increase the rate of languages I'm learning here. I don't know, because a lot of people internationally have moved to South Florida, and there's Portuguese, um, French, there's different languages that are kind of have similar words to Spanish. I'm trying to go to uh, Rio de Janeiro 
for vacation and understand that I need to speak some Portuguese. And Portugal, the Portuguese from there versus the Brazilian Portuguese I heard is is not, I don't know if it's completely different, but I know that it's different. So I have to learn that specific dialect, the Brazilian Portuguese. So when I go on the outskirts outside of Rio, I, I can have at least a conversation to ask for basic things uh, and necessities that I want, because I, I'm not going to be going over there trying to ask Google Translate for all this stuff. So job opportunities would be a huge thing when speaking with international clients. In South Florida, at least I'm giving you my observation here, South Florida, it has all kinds of international companies that are here. If you can speak Spanish, is almost like a prerequisite in the jobs down here because you're going to be having the Spanish speakers calling in. You're going to have the English speakers calling in. Sometimes they can speak pretty uh, good English, but they would prefer to speak in Spanish because that is their native language. And if you can switch to Spanish, you might be able to get some information that they couldn't express in English. If you know Spanish, you'll understand, just like any language, some things don't translate to English properly, so you have to say it in Spanish the way that they know how to communicate. And it's easier to travel when you're going to Spanish-speaking countries, at least, you know, like Colombia, El Salvador, Mexico, you're you're cruising. You're you're doing everything. You're just just talking here to people, get getting directions, all this other stuff. If you go in there and you don't speak any Spanish and they see you and they're like, ha! Mira este gringo. You're going to get screwed. They're going to gouge the crap out of you because they know that you have the money to come here on vacation and that you don't mind paying these kinds of prices because it's uh, less than what you're used to paying over here, but over there in the conversion rate, they're making great money, making out like a bandit. So if you really start talking to them in Spanish, they're like, oh, okay, so this guy would know. You know, not that I'm price gouging him, so they're less likely to do that. And uh, less less miscommunication in, in daily life. If you're going to have it where at least you speak a different language and you go and you travel there, even if it's like a primarily, you know, I, I would say like maybe like Switzerland or, or Rome, uh, Italy. And Switzerland, I'm just saying it's a small country. So anywhere there, everyone's speaking English. And Rome is a major city, which most people are going to be speaking English. But if you're going to be going outside of the major metropolitan areas, you might need to know some Italian. They, they might know a couple words of English here and there, but if you're going to be going anywhere outside of metropolitan areas, you will need to know most likely their language uh, so that you can get around. And uh, that's the whole point of trying to learn new things. I, I, I'm taking it in stride here that Portuguese is not terribly difficult. I tried uh, some other languages. I tried Hindi. Um, my uh, whole thing of trying that here is my brother had married an Indian girl, and I'm trying to have it where at least I maybe can learn a little bit of Hindi and really stretch out <laughs> my tolerance for difficulty in languages, but my God, that is a really tough language. I mean, it could be like the same spelling but it's just the inflection of your tone that's different that means different things. So that's a that's level 100. We'll get there. But uh, I'm, I'll stick with uh, Brazilian Portuguese for right now. <laughs> and some disadvantages of speaking only one language is you have no real... 
you got to have it if you, if you learn other cultures and you meet a girl uh, abroad, even if she speaks perfect English and you can't kind of communicate in her native language. One thing I would say, you know, to, if you're disadvantaged like that, just say, hey, look, I'll teach you English. You teach me whatever language she's from. That way that you can be getting lessons for free, you know, and then you can have a good time while doing it. I mean, this is pure business. You know, there's there's no there's no way around it. If you just speak English and you go around to different countries and you have that uh, mentality of, oh, you should be speaking English. Uh, no, you should be learning whatever language they're speaking because you're not in the United States anymore. You're in their territory and you play by their rules. That's that's where I feel like there's a confusion in the tourists that from this country that go to other places start thinking that everybody should be speaking English. And, you know, the world doesn't work like that. So, I mean, also, if you're going to be putting yourself in a place that your mind is expanding, you're you're having it where you're learning and growing as a person. Anytime that you do something where your mind has to work that hard to, to learn something like a language you'll feel like you're actually accomplishing something in life. It's not even menial. If you, day by day, even 15 minutes, just some words, figuring out some basic phrases, hi, how are you, where's the bathroom, just think of the basics. You're not trying to do full-on sentences, and people quit within the first day. I mean, first day, they'll they'll see, oh, man, I'm never going to use this. Well, that's what you've been saying the past 20-odd years, and look where we're at now. You're trying to learn it, and you gave up on the first day. You know, that's just quitter's mentality. I don't have time for that. Quitters aren't even in in my bandwidth because that's just losers that just don't want to do anything and get up and just get off your ass. Do something. Learn some language. I mean, sign language, for God's sake, anything. So that you can go out there and have a different realm of communication in a different world that you've never explored before. You're only going to be able to speak to English speakers in your whole life. It will be a very big crutch to you if you want to have it that uh, you can learn things from whatever whatever country you're going to. And you may stay there and work abroad or you know try to stay there for a couple weeks. I implore you to go on the outskirts and try to really put yourself in the deep waters if you've done enough practice and go out there to these uh, countries that are maybe a little bit more remote and use your uh, language and try to say, hey, look, uh, you know, and maybe even if it's broken, I'm just learning, you know, this language. Um, so just bear with me. And and, and no one's going to be mad at you that you're, you're trying to do something that in their culture, most likely anytime you speak their language, that means you're putting an effort towards trying to do something to help them out. It's something like that. It's like that you're you're caring about them in a in a certain subliminal way. So but my my whole thing here is that if you don't want to learn anything new, go ahead, be the same old person for the rest of your life. And just envy everybody else that speaks different languages. Because if you're going to come up to somebody and say, Oh my gosh, if I only learned that language when I was younger. Everybody is like so busy doing nothing. I'm serious. If you're if you're busy, what are you doing? Write it down on paper. Oh, stop with the TV. Turn that shit off. TV. 
turn it off. You know, I, I, I'd like to be watching Netflix, but I'm sitting there and not gaining much out of it than conversation pieces to say, how did you like season two, episode four? Where now that I'm not even going into work and I'm remotely working, there, there's really no time to have that kind of chatter at the water cooler about this stuff. You know, it, I I would say the the first way to explore what language you would like to learn, go on to any like luxury travel website, a regular travel website, you know, whatever it is, and look at the uh, pictures of the towns and stuff like that. See if they have large squares, you know, a lot of people there. That way you can go to different shops and talk to people, order a pastry, order a coffee, just go from store to store, pop in, pop out. And then you could be meeting people on the street there that might, they might actually speak English. So if you need some help, hey man, I need to have it. Where if if you're that far into the communication language barrier, you can probably find somebody somewhere that speaks enough English that can take whatever you're saying and translate it into the native language. That way that you can, you know, get on by with your merry day. And if you network with people in these different countries also, now you have friends in different parts of the world that once you go back there, you can talk to them and meet the friends uh, that they have that you can speak to them in that native language, and they're going to be intrigued that you took the time to learn it. Oh my God. <laughs> Simple. But the the effort is what people don't, don't want to do. Uh, if, if I heard... Busy, like, or if I counted how many times I hear people say I'm busy or I don't have time, you better be making a whole lot of money if you don't have time and you're too busy. Because if you're not making that much and all this other stuff is not going for you, you have time. You have time. You have time for work, okay? So if you have time for work, this is your other set of work. Get yourself into a mode where you can reach out uh, to different people, maybe, you know, in a network of your friends or something, say, Hey, uh, I know that you are this, uh, you know, ethnicity. Can I speak a little bit? Cause I know you speak this language to see, is it, is it sounding right? And just back and forth with, and they no, 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 you need to change this up, but very good job. And some, and you'll have some positive reinforcements that keeps you going. And that way, you know, you're like, Oh, okay. So I'm doing something. All you need is positive reinforcement. But if everybody's giving up, and saying, this is not going to be for me, I'm never going to use this, I don't have any any way of turning this into money. Okay, well, you're going to be broke your whole life, most likely, if you're going to be having that mentality, because it's going to peel over, uh, or spill over into different parts of your life. Because if you're going to give up on something like this, where you can work at your own pace, what about when you have a timeline? Oh, you're too busy. You don't have enough time for the timeline. I'm intrigued, absolutely fascinated by the amount of people that say they're busy. That's why I love it because when I call people in sales and, oh, I don't have time. But when you show them something that's valuable, they have time. If you have it where you're a guy and you meet a girl and she's uh, your crush or something, but you have a, an appointment, oh, no, 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 you'll make time. It's all about how, what you want to do. You'll make time. You have the same 24 hours that Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and everybody alike in that socioeconomic strata, okay? Same 24 hours. If you really want to have it where 
you take a step back and say, well, why would I learn this? Okay, well, I'm going to have it, like I said, I'm going to be a better person. Because what is it going to make you worse the more languages you know? (laughs) I'm going to be smarter because you're learning. (laughs) And that way, when you learn uh, one language there, you can start having it where maybe you learn another one. You're like, oh, well, this is not that hard because now I know how to learn a language from my previous one. And then you get two, three. You know, if you want to stop there, that's fine. But no one's telling you to stop. It's a free country. So, but on that note here, I just wanted to give an overview of the reasons what what's helped me out with being bilingual. Hopefully I can have the, you know, three languages, Portuguese, uh, Spanish, and obviously English here so that I can have a grand time in Rio and different parts of Brazil also, because I can travel to Sao Paulo and speak Portuguese there. And that's just going to be something where I'll be able to find accomplishment in being able to just, just study about something on paper and then use it in the real world and get real uh, effects from it. So, well, I wanted to conclude with just saying that you do what you want to do. And at the end of the day, like I said, this is a complete just observation from the observation station. I'm here to just give you it to you raw, real, unfiltered. There's no BS around here. We're, we're giving it to you straight. If you want to have it where you get someone to tell you how you're not wrong and you need to go to a therapist, that's I, I don't do that. You know, I'm just giving it to you real. So, well, the uh, next episode though is going to be being on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. So. I have Asperger's myself here, and we just wanted to go over some of the pros and cons of you know, being on the autism spectrum and how I've overcome a lot of obstacles in life to show you guys a more inclusive look on my life on being on the spectrum, because that's basically what it is, a spectrum. Everybody on, uh, has autism is on a completely different level. But again, guys, I appreciate you staying till the end of the episode here. This is going to be uh, where the first Monday, this is today here, that the episodes release at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Mondays and Fridays. So again, take it easy, guys. Do you and don't let anybody tell you what you should do. That's all you and inside your heart. Check your gut. There's no problems today. You are the best version of yourself. All right. Take it easy, everybody. You've been listening to the Observation Station. We find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. That would help, too. See you next time on the Observation Station.